Good morning. Good morning. What up? Look, it's all yeah. of us. We are all here. And that's all we have for today. May the Lord bless you, <laughs> keep you, make his face shine upon you. Oh, I have all you. There we go. That's a live towel. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Well, here we are. Yes. Let's see how long they can take an awkward silence. I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I can take awkward silence. <laughs> I can take one all day. Same. Same. Nope. <laughs> Not me. So, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Sunday. Sunday. We don't have anything else to talk about. Let's talk about that. Okay. I mean, I have plenty to talk about. Okay. Fire away. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to keep it within Sunday. Where do you want to go? <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We were talking about devoted. Yes. Psalm 145. Yes. I should have grabbed my Bible. Making, there's, turns out there's one right there. Turns out, it's always there. Making a big deal about who God is. So I'm not out there today. That your Bible's sitting over there. <laughs> so I'm here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, we're off tomorrow today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Devoted. Devoted in that next level of glory. What is it? What does devotion look like in that next level of glory? That's the question. That is the question. That's the big question that needs answered. Mm-hmm. And here's why I think that it needs answered. <clears throat> and this is confirmed. This is confirmed information by the world's prophets. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you live. I feel like we just stepped into the media mountain here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> so be it. Anyway, um, so this is something that we've kind of been talking about is like, we have got to really understand what it means to revere God, to know who he is Mm -hmm. and to posture ourselves rightly before him, because what is coming is nothing short of power. I mean, Holy Spirit's already here. I don't want to make it out to be like, he's entering the scene and this weird, like, Holy Spirit's always been here, but we have not experienced the same levels of power as they did, let's say, in the early church days where, you know, shadows are healing people. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that is where we're headed. And I, I just feel this. And, and I, I, I actually uh, a little hesitant to use the word warning. I feel this this warning or this urgency mm-hmm. is probably a better way to describe it of preparing ourselves mm-hmm. for that, because right now. We are so apathetic towards the things of God, and we're okay to just, you know what I think the great sin is? In our day, the great sin is being still and not rising up in fullness, being content to be yesterday's version of ourselves, and not having forward momentum, not aligning with who it is that he says we are. If we're going to categorize sin, I think that's it. We don't talk about sin that much around here because we know that it's been you know, eradicated by the cross. But it does separate us from 
who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be living out. And, and for whatever reason, so many of us are still just trapped behind unlocked cells. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an interesting thought is thinking about being trapped behind an open door. Yeah. Just sitting there waiting. Yeah. And, and we have to look at the, the stories that are played out in, in Acts. We love, we love the power stories of, yeah. you know, they added 5,000 to their numbers that day or those kind of things are coming. Are we ready? We really need to be searching our hearts and, and know, like, are we ready for that kind of power encounter? Because you have to look at the flip side of what took place. Ananias and Sapphira. Mm -hmm. We do not know what was actually taking place behind this. Like, why were they struck dead? Yeah. Because there was, there was power and there was grace mm -hmm. that was being released because grace would have been brand new to these people. But grace didn't save them from death and I don't know I don't have any revelation on the story I'm just saying that with that kind of power and authority that that's coming there are there are situations and scenarios like that that I don't have answers for yeah maybe it was grace that took them well perhaps I find it interesting that uh, with our youth group we're actually um, helping them rediscover who God is because we have a lot of, uh, not a lot, but some teens that have been churched and they have been churched right. We've got some Calvinistic Christians. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because of what Angie said that, you know, we're about to start experience with God and what he's going about to do on this earth, you know, the youth are rediscovering who God is and they're pretty passionate about it. It's It's been very fun. Yeah. So. And with that, and, and and you talking about, are we ready? You know, the, that those things are coming. They added 3,000, 5,000, whatever the number is that day. Uh, you asked a question on Sunday. Uh, what does it look like to steward the next level of glory? And that's really, when you're asking, are we ready? That's the question we're answering. What does it look like to do right. that? Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, we have to, have to, I cannot emphasize this enough. We have to stop screwing around with the anointing that's been given up to us. Mm -hmm. So many of us are so content to just stay hidden and not actually chase after the thing that God has put before us. And there's no time for that anymore. I, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, I feel this urgency. There is no time for that. What we're going to see happen is there are going to be children that are functioning in the power and authority of Holy Spirit before the adults are because the adults are content to sit on their butts. Ooh. Getting called out this morning. I'm liking this. Go in peace. <laughs> I mean, we could actually end on that right there. Go do that this week. Get off your butt. Oh, I, you know, I'm so tired of the same fights, the mm -hmm. same doctrinal fights. It is time for the church to be the church. I, you know, I, I wrote about this last night for our bliss group, and that you know the things that that we're seeing all around us that are wrong, that falls on us. Mm -hmm. As the church, as the bride of Christ, it is our job to steward the earth. It's our job. Yeah. We haven't done a good job. And so, you know, and that's where I think we're going to see a lot of, of turnaround is in deliverance. I think we need to start asking, like, what does deliverance look like? We are okay sure. with 
two parts of the three <laughs> commissionings that, that Jesus told the disciples to go and heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. We're not comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. We're not comfortable with, with identifying the demonic that's at play in people's lives mm-hmm. because that's rude. <laughs> I mean, that, to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that feels rude. <laughs> like, excuse me, can I like get that out of there? You know, I don't, I don't really know how to, to address that. And we, we talked about deliverance around here. In, in, in that, well, sure. I mean, I guess it's all in how you approach things. We can reframe it. Casting out demons is fun now. Um, but that, that deliverance is actually a space. It's it's Jesus. And it's like pulling people into something rather than casting things out necessarily. And, um, and I believe that. But I also think that part of the commissioning is to identify the thing that's going on. Now, yeah. l- let me just get really blatant here. We have some demons that are hanging around our church. Every Sunday morning they show up mm-hmm. and they are taunting. They are taunting demonic beings that are attached to people. And, yeah. and, and they are getting more and more boisterous. <laughs> and, and so it's just, it's interesting to me that I feel like God is like uncovering these things going like, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you're content to, to say, yeah, we're going to press in for healing, even though, you know, we're giving up outcomes and we're like, we're not seeing the, the manifestation of the healing yet. Right. But, um, but we're a little more cautious when it comes to the demonic. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want us to be. I want I want keys. I mean, Jesus took back the keys. And so he has a set for us. We just have to ask for it. So we need to go all in with that as well. We've yeah. gone all in with healing. We've seen Lisa go all in with raising, raising the, the bed. bed. Uh, now we just need to go all in with cast out demons. Yeah. Do you know how viral we would go if we were just in the store and we walked up to somebody and was like, because everybody records everything nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> feel like everybody's walking around with a GoPro on them. <laughs> no, I think the other thing that's happening is, uh, you know, everybody has a calling on their lives, and if they don't, ha- if they don't, like, hi, buddy. If they don't uh, <laughs> go to start doing what they're called to do. You know, I'm, this sounds mean, but I think God's just going to move on and find somebody that's going to do what he wants him to do. You know, he's done playing around with people. You know, that doesn't mean you can't go back into your call, but he's he's on a mission right now. So something else you said that goes along with that is uh, we're accountable to grabbing the things out of the unseen realm and pulling mm-hmm. them into the seen realm. Yeah. And, and that's and that's I think what you're talking about mm-hmm. is being accountable to what God's calling you to do, what he's given you the assignment to do right now yeah right and and i think that that we have to be bold enough just to tell the people that are around us that are in charge of sharpening us this mm-hmm. is what i'm called to do hold me to it you know we yeah. saw lisa do that on sunday she was just like and, and she's functioning in such a boldness hi lisa i know you're on and you're watching we're talking about you again <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that i just so admired about what she said was like this is what I'm called to do, and I'm going yeah. to hold me accountable mm-hmm. to that, which I think is awesome. And, um, and and the thing is, is like she's not joking. Like there have been different things that have come up in conversation between her and I, where she's like wondering, you know, what am I supposed to do here? And and we're having real conversations about it. Like, okay, well, what's sitting behind that? 
and yeah. and and her going, "Oh my gosh, I love this." <laughs> I mean, when you can celebrate being called out for you know your mind not catching up with where your segment is, mm-hmm. right? Um, then that's that's growth, that's maturity, and you've been talking a lot about maturity on um, Monday mornings. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't been tuning in to Vince's live on Monday mornings, go back over the last several weeks and and watch that because it was really good in understanding what does spiritual maturity look like. We are actually called to steward the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's a huge responsibility, mm-hmm. and and we're not taking we're taking it lightly. Yeah, we are. We are. Lisa said, "No more screwing around." Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right, Lisa. No more screwing around. We're gonna just jump all in. No more tiptoeing into the pool. Right, right. You know, I was I was listening to Power Hour this morning. Actually, caught it live today, and um. Y'all know I am. I know. I'm an Emma fanatic. <laughs> There's something about her voice that just stirs things up in me. And um, one of the things that she was saying, and they just got back from, um, so the all the prophetic people meet in Dallas one time a year and just really like go to town prophetically and um, compare notes on what God is saying. And so it was really awesome to listen to her this morning. But one of the things that she was saying in this will come across as harsh is that we will see some leaders in the church die off in the next few years because they're old wineskins mm-hmm. and they can't hold the new wine. And, and that's like, this is where we have to change our mind about death. Like this is not God's wrath. It's not God's punishment. It is a new assignment yeah. for these people. And so we have to stop like, cause when people like that die, you know what the church does. They're like, Oh my gosh, what did they do wrong? They had sins or whatever. That's not the case. God has assignments in different realms, and we've got to get comfortable thinking like that, mm-hmm. that there are realms. In fact, so a person that I follow talks about the fruits of the Spirit as if all of them are different realms that we can function in, which is a whole new world to even consider. Mm-hmm. And But we do. We need to understand that there are different realms, and God has assignments for people in those different realms. And sometimes that looks like, this body, this package, dying to get there. And that's not to spend death. That's just, I think, the kingdom reality. Yeah. Because death has no sting. Right. So. It's an uncomfortable way for people to look at at that, though. Because it's just not something we've been accustomed to talking about. Yeah. It's like the money topic. It's right. it's uncomfortable to talk about those things mm-hmm. because we've we've demonized so You're many pretty different things. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you didn't watch that, <laughs> let me just um, advertise all the things we've got going on. Deleted it though. What? Deleted what? The Sunday offering? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. On Monday. Oh, Monday. About, yeah. Vince talked about money on Monday. Yeah. Money on Monday. Money Go check Monday. it out. We might just rename that Money Monday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. But yeah, with, with this this whole thing of people dying, it, it's it's something that it's really uncomfortable. We kind of tiptoe around, especially the language we use. We don't yeah. we like to say you know, like passing away or passing on. They've or graduated. Graduated, <laughs> whatever. You know, we, we kind of try to soften that blow when it's not really a blow. Yeah. If that is true where there is an assignment in the new realm, we have to be 
in a celebratory mood mm -hmm. and, and take on that posture of celebration. Yeah. Right. And it, it also brings up a, a point you're talking about with what they're saying coming out of this Dallas conference that if some of the church leaders are dying off, what are you doing to invest into the next generation? Right. So they start from where you're at and are able to springboard into that next level. Of right. Mm -hmm. Which brings up an excellent <coughs> point of raising up the next generation. Some mm -hmm. of us, that's what we're called to do. We might not ever see the the limelight or whatever it is that people are after in the church world we have to focus on the next generation right now i mean god is like highlighting different teenagers to me personally going like watch just wait and watch i'm about to do something big and like to the point of i i can see the the transformation that he's doing in a, an individual's life completely restoring or reforming the minds of the adults that are around him. Mm. And I am so excited to see this because for me, there is no greater reward than to see the one that was rejected mm. be the one that restores. Mm. And that's incredible. And we are the ones that get to feed that. We're the ones that get it to like help awaken that. I mean, it's God's privilege to come and awaken people's hearts, but it's, it's, our job to feed the next generation and, and i you know I'm, I'm just excited because I, I think i just think that this particular individual is just going to set the world on fire i do i i think that there is just such a, a massive call on his life and you know it's funny because you know i hear the things that he's wanting to do in the future i'm like yeah that's cute because <laughs> <laughs> because mm -hmm. that's not what it looks like <laughs> seeing things in the spirit and and functioning in the physical realm but um mm -hmm. our job is to pull that unseen out for people and display it before them that's the whole point of being prophetic and, and right. we are a prophetic church let me just make that declaration mm -hmm. we are a prophetic church we are people who are called to pull on the unseen realm and cause it to manifest in the physical and and that's what healing the sick, raising the dead and casting out demons looks like if if our if our motive behind casting out demons is anything outside of freedom, we've missed it. Right. I I want demons gone so that people can be free. Mhm. Mm and I think that in our in our westernized culture, we're just okay with the demonic. Mm -hmm. We are. We're familiar with with the influence of the demonic. We are and, and here's the this is the part that pisses me off the most is it's a defeated enemy yeah i just think of that. it's a defeated yeah. enemy that is taking up residence in room and here's the really disgusting gross part i may actually like change what i'm talking about on note to you <laughs> <laughs> we may go here on sunday um they're they are usurping mm -hmm. our power they have no power right the demonic realm has no power all they can do is leech off of what we have mm -hmm. we are partnering with defeat that's right gross it is gross i'm worked up and i'm okay with it <laughs> and let me just say it's not because i'm a female and i'm emotional <laughs> okay oh. so that's coming from someplace else right now <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You're right, we should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, Amanda. We do need to go there eventually. Eventually we do. I, I really do think that yes. we do need to go there. I think mm -hmm. that it's actually our job to bring truth into Absolutely. situations like that. Because honestly, let's just look at this very clearly. That is a demonic influence. We're going there. <laughs> Not just, I don't, we have to, we go. Need to go yes, there soon. All of those kinds of things is a it's all a demonic influence mm -hmm. where, where there is a, a control issue. Yeah. There is a demon behind yeah. it. Mm -hmm. A defeated one. I keep thinking that we're we're treating the victory of Jesus like like kind of like the world treats kids playing sports. Everybody gets a participation trophy. Oh gross. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Somebody lost and got their butts kicked. Okay, and when we're talking about the church or us, Satan got his butt kicked, and yet he gets a participation trophy because we allow it. So that's where I was put that. Whoa, I like that. Somebody write that down. Yeah, that was good. We got a we got a recorder though. Do you teach on Sunday? No, I'm teaching in December. Oh, John, listen, friends. We got this whole schedule thing going. We do. I'm excited about it, though. I think that it's going to be really good. We, we, we're on a roll now. We're, we're following teaching series. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, but I'm really excited. So years ago, the first time that I heard John teach was um, it was during a Christmas season, and he taught on Joseph, Jesus's father, and Oh my gosh, there wasn't a dry eye in the house, except for maybe Vince. But <laughs> do you remember? I do. Yeah, it was so powerful. <laughs> and um, he's going to do it again. And nice. it's going to be even greater. I can feel it. Yeah, because it was such a long time ago. I don't remember anything. Yeah, I just remember what it felt like being I there. I don't necessarily. That. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember details, but I remember what it felt like. And. Um, <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Amanda. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so the title of it is Fathering a King. So it's going to be incredible. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that role. Can you? I mean, like, you have adopted children. Let me put you on the spot. Yes. <laughs> and, and basically, that's what's going on in this scenario. Mm -hmm. Only... Joseph's adopted God. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can you imagine an eight-year-old Jesus? <laughs> so I know that, like, there. I mean, with biological children, it's like, and I'm sure it's the same. It's like I'm messing them up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I just wonder how many times, like, did did Joseph go like, I'm messing up God. He <laughs> <laughs> left that out of the Bible. It, right. It's like there's hardly any information on Joseph outside of his his reaction to Mary's mm -hmm. news and um and his response to go to Egypt. And, and the angelic yeah, encounters yeah. that he had. I mean he had two angelic encounters mm -hmm. and um see we're not ready for that kind of stuff either. We're not. I think we're getting there. We we, are. we thought we were one time. Oh my gosh, you guys have a funny story. We've told this over and over, but it's a funny story. So we were like in the space of, of really just being awakened to like 
oh my gosh, there's so much more than this mundane black and white Christianity. And, and really was like, you know, started like digging into the supernatural, wanting to see God and, um, and angels were a hot topic at the time. And so we were laying in bed one night and we were just praying together. And, um, and then we were like, to see the angels that are in the room right now. Yeah, our faith was crazy high. It, it was. I mean, it really was. And I mean, like, 0.2 seconds later, we both pulled the covers of our head and we're like, never mind! Because <laughs> <laughs> you could just feel the presence that was ushered into the room just by asking that. Oh, and wait, the like, girly scream, oh no, I'm just kidding! Holy crap! And I remember sensing, like I've never actually physically seen angels, Lord Jesus, do something about that. But I remember sensing exactly, you know, where this angel possibly was. And and still to this day, this was years ago, I, I still, that spot in our room, I, I kind of like look at it like, look, are you still there? <laughs> I, always, I always think about it as like our angels were like looking at each other and they like smirked at each other. Let's do this. Let's see how they react, and they got the perfect reaction. I think they wanted. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Because my my angels honor me. So <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You never would guess that. Yep. Well, wow. <clears throat> we have gone off topic. Kind of, maybe. Well, I don't know. Can't go off topic. We don't have a topic. That's true, Mike. It feels like permission. <laughs> all the places to go this morning. Yes, right. yes. Hey, here is what I want to say to end this. To wrap this up, I want to say, if you are not a part of a community that is chasing down the expression of the kingdom of heaven right now, get your butt in church. You don't want to miss what is about to happen if there's nothing more thrilling mm -hmm. than being God's. There's nothing more exciting then, you know, the thing is, like, we are made for power. We are. We are made for power. We are made to um, to steward authority. And that's what everyone is craving. That's why you get caught up in, in things that are um, a facade of power, which would be, like, control, gossip. Um, help me. What are some other things? Um, Substance abuse, all of these things are a reach for power because power alters who we are. So anything that you grab hold of that isn't God is actually you reaching for what you're made to reach for, but that's just the false side of things. So get in a space where people are handing out power like candy. Yeah. There is authority waiting for you, and you just need to be in a space where people are calling it out of you and expecting it from you and that's mm -hmm. us yeah. and no more excuses we're made for community so you know some days we meet together in this building we are the church and we come together as a church in this building and if you're not here because you have an excuse of if you're tired uh nobody wants to come with me i'm scared those are stupid get here <laughs> he didn't say you're stupid he said <laughs> the excuses, the excuses. I didn't need an explanation. I, didn't <laughs> I, just, I said what I said. <laughs> if you're offended right that right now, you're offended with yourself. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, happy 
everyone, hey, and so the other thing is, is like we have presence night on Wednesday nights at 6.30. Typically an hour to an hour and a half of just full on worship. And um, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good to be in the presence of God. So come down and enjoy. For those of you that don't no know what it's like. No more excuses why you can't be here either. For those of you that don't know what it's like, because um, I know we talk about it a lot, but maybe we yeah. should describe what it's like. We just play music from our Amazon music account, and there's really very little human interaction. It's really just about lifting Jesus high, yeah. and, um, and that's really all there is to it. So mm-hmm. Come and get an encounter. Yeah, come encounter God. Guys, all right. have a wonderful Wednesday. We'll talk soon. Bye.